Well, hello, my friends, and good Friday morning to you. Thank you so much for stopping by today as we wrap up this great week that we've been spending asking a question, who am I? My name is Roger. My wife, Angie, is behind the scenes, and together we're the Barnabas Bridge. And we're just really grateful that you have taken your time out uh, today to be with us, and I hope that you are with us all week long. Uh, because this uh, question, who am I, has really been kind of powerful for me to kind of process through and really maybe once again as i've done so many times in my life uh, to be reminded uh, that uh, everything that i am is in christ uh, but because of that i'll tell you uh, earlier this week we talked about responding to the world and through the world by the grid of our past uh, things that shaped us and things that made us who we are i mean good things in a lot of ways uh, but understand with the understanding that our best days are ahead of us in Christ. Uh, but it, I, I had to spend a little bit of time, and, and it's a bit of a transparent story I want to tell you this morning, if that's okay. Um, but I, I tell you, I thought about when I was a little kid, about my own family of origin, and, and really how, um, how much that family shaped me. But there was a part of it that really wasn't, uh, I think that had a kind of a negative effect on me for uh, a long time and really uh, a profound effect on me. Uh, you see, my father died when I was very young, and so uh, my mom struggled with seven kids and did everything she possibly could to take care of the matters at hand, and she did a fantastic job. And, and we moved from the farm into the town after my father died, and uh, in the town that we moved to, uh, there was another McDermott family there. And so when I was a little guy and, and parent, people often in those days would say, I would tell them who my name was and they go, oh really, are you so-and-so's son? And I would say, no, I'm not. And they say, well, who is your father? <laughs> well, I didn't have a father, you know, a little kid. I, I didn't know how to answer that. And so it was really kind of a, uh, it just seemed to me like an indictment that I was less than because they was always wanting to hear that I came from the rich, powerful family. But then I told them who I came from, in, in, you know, and it was something that in my, um, the way I was reading it at least, something less than they had hoped for. As I got older, you know, it seemed like the, we, the understanding of who our family was, our financial situation and, and other things, other factors, uh, it seemed like we might have been on the family, the McDermott family from the other side of the tracks. And so then when they start asking that question, which one do you belong to? I always thought and I had a suspicion that they were going, oh, you're that McDermott family. Something less than the world's standpoint in their estimation that made me lacking. <laughs> That's the grit of my past. And I carried that for so long in my life. And, and I imagine that for some of you, that might be the same thing. But there was a time in my life when I understood the reality of what was important. And it wasn't, uh, although my family was, is hugely important to me to this very day, what's more important to me is that I belong to the family of God. And that's because of the work of Jesus Christ in my life and what he came to earth to do. When I judge my self-worth, it's not based on anything that I've accomplished, but the reality of the fact that God himself came to earth to rescue me, a sinner. 
and bring me back into relationship with his father. And now I'm a child of God. And so when people ask me now, who's my father? Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. I say my father is a good father and he is in heaven. There's a passage of scripture that talks about that and it comes from the gospel of John. You know, and I, I always just love to put my, try to put my mindset in the author, even though God is the author, but he's writing through the pen of John. And John trying to process all these things, and, and, you know, of what it really meant was to have his true identity, his everything, based on his relationship with Jesus Christ. And he wrote these words that he's talking about this fact of him grasping that God came to earth to rescue him and to bring him into relationship with the Father in heaven. And verse number 10 of chapter 1 says this, He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came so that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. <laughs> Amen? Children not born of a natural descent, nor of a human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us, and we have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and full of truth. Yet to all who receive Him, to those who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. To become. That statement, that two-word sentence, to become, means that there is action on our part that must take place. And so I have the question for you, why not today? I think it's two parts. That you do know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That you have been reconciled to God, but yet you are living your life like a little boy <laughs> walking around town, and when someone says, who do you belong to, you almost don't know what to say because you have yet to grasp your new identity in Jesus Christ and the joy and the hope and the excitement that belongs to, those, to that family. If you haven't yet, if you know Christ as your Lord and Savior and you're not living that life, why not today? Why not start acting like you are a child of God redeemed, rescued, promised eternal life. And now you have a job because He is working through you and in this world. The other part of that, to those who believed in His name, they have the right to become children of God. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ in your Lord and Savior, my friend, I love you so much. But you have to hear that you are basing your worth, your identity, and your uh, future on things that will never last, on things that are going to go away and are going to eventually bring you some sort of pain because of the loss. But in Christ Jesus, there is not just hope for this life, but there is eternal hope for all times. When you believe in His name, and profess Him as your Lord and Savior. 
why not today? Why not today? The question is, who am I? I'm a child of God through my Savior Jesus Christ. And I pray that that's true for you as well. I pray in every way that you are able to look at your life, look in the mirror, and soon say, Behold, He makes all things new. Because you can be new right now in Jesus Christ. I hope this is the best weekend you've ever had in your entire life in Christ. I pray that uh, you have a church family that you go see on Sundays and hopefully all through the week. But on Sundays you join together in a corporate worship and you raise your voice loud and clear and proud in the name of Jesus Christ. Folks, thank you so much for spending this week with us and we pray that uh, it's been beneficial for you because it most certainly has been for us around here at Barnabas Bridge. So let me say a prayer for you and let's head into our weekend full of confidence as the children of God. Dear, dear Father, uh, <laughs> the fact that I can call you Father and know that it has all the inclusions of becoming your inheritance of eternal life, it takes my breath away. God, when I'm asked, I'm proud to say I'm yours. When I'm asked how it happened, I'm excited to tell others because of your son. And when I'm, people watch me, I hope that what they see is the work of the Holy Spirit in my life. So God, let us all, my wife Angie, and all the friends that are listening in today, walk into this weekend full of hope, full of promise, and full of excitement that it is to be called children of God. Lord, we love you, and we bring all the praises of our life to your throne, and there we deposit them, and we pray in every way that you're pleased with us. We offer these things up in the name of the mighty, mighty Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Folks, take care, and we will see you Monday, God willing, of course. Bye.